You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Uh, very excited this morning on our Christmas and holiday extravaganza to go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. He played the bully, the red-headed bully on A Christmas Story. Actor Zach Ward is with us here on 97.3 The Fan. Happy holidays, Zach. It's great to have you on. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much. It's great to be on. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, man. Having a lot of fun this morning. And I got to ask you, I mean, it's such a, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a crazy character that you played in, in that everybody saw that movie. Everybody has seen that movie. One of those things where you sit and, and look sometimes and go, I think like a billion people have watched this movie. It's got to blow your mind yeah. a little bit. Oh, yeah, it does. It, it's awesome. You should hang out with me one time around Christmas. I turn into Norm from Cheers everywhere <laughs> I go. Seriously, everywhere I go, people are like, hey, it's you. Ralphie beat you up. I love you. I'm like, hello, stranger. You know, I've never met these people, but they're incredibly kind and sweet. And glad that a child got beat up, which is weird. So yeah. that is, it is weird. Yeah. I have so many questions. First of all, were those your actual <laughs> braces, or were those like for the character? Those were my actual braces. I had some funky teeth as a kid. <laughs> we all did. We all yeah. did. Yeah. I mean, you know, thank God for those. Uh, we did find it interesting, and and it, it you played a bully. I mean, you were a bully, and and really, frankly, like. Kind of a scary bully, like uh, the redheaded guy with the frat. There was we had one. Um, we had, his name was Mark, he, his name was Mark Waller. I'll never forget him. Red hair, freckles, and you saw Waller coming down the hall. You're like, I'm going this way, and you would go the other way because he would bump you into a locker and take your lunch money. It's just a it, it, the look, the whole thing. You were a scary guy. Yeah, but people liked you after it was over. Is it because the bully got beat up and and you know the the, the yeah, little guy defeated I, you? I think it's that number one, that that number one. But number two, the genius of what Bob Clark did is, if you remember in the movie, Scott Farkas gets beaten up. Mom takes Ralphie away. Then you cut back to Scott Farkas. His hat is knocked off. He's got a little bit of a bloody nose, and he's sitting up, sniffling <laughs> and whimpering. Right, and then and then you see him, and he's just a kid. He's just a kid. He's just a booger of a kid, you know, and. And I think that the brilliance of that is like, ah, the demon, the problem, the issue is really not that big. It's the hat made him look scarier. It's just a dumb kid. Face your fears. And I think that's what people love about him is that the humanity be under the hat, you know? Yeah. Anytime you have a dead raccoon on your head, <laughs> it looks scarier than not having a dead raccoon on your head. Actor Zach Ward from A Christmas I, Story is with us here on 97.3 The Fan. So tell me the story. How did you get the role? I mean, what did were you up against 
hundreds of other child actors? Uh, you know, go back to the beginning. Uh, yeah, my mom's an actress. I started act, uh, acting when I was about 10 years old, started doing commercials. And this was the first feature film I ever auditioned for. And it was what we call a cattle call, meaning hundreds of kids show up and uh, audition on camera in front of this brand new technology called VHS. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, exciting. And uh, my lines were, nah, you're Aunt Tilly. Get over here. And then um, I got the job. Went from 300 kids down to 200, 150, 10. Me, I got the job. And I show up on set with Yano Anaya, who plays Grover Dill, and I finally meet Bob Clark in person. And he looks up and he notices that I'm about eight inches taller than Yano Anaya. And he goes, oh, uh, eh, okay, you get his lines, he gets yours. Done. And that was it. Wow. wow. So, no kidding. Yeah, yeah, no renegotiations. No contract changes, no agents having a strokey chin meeting in a dark room. Nope, just you go do this and you go do that. And here I am 40 years later having this conversation. So you go in and you get your one for one. You're like, this acting thing is actually pretty fantastically easy. I'm going to be I'm going to be the next big, big thing. I mean, you, you know, I mean, I know that there. I want to talk to you about the, the sequel that that's out now. Now, I haven't seen the sequel yet. I'm waiting. Uh, I'm waiting until like the Christmas holidays this next couple of weeks. Um, how cool was it to get that phone call and say, hey, we're, we're running this thing back? It was it was awesome. You know, they had attempted it uh, a number of times in the past. And the scripts didn't stand up to the original. So we had all stepped away from the other uh, versions. But when Nick Schenck, the writer, came on board, he really crafted uh, a very gritty Americana style uh, script. Even though it's funny and sweet and, and Christmassy, it still has that Gene Shepard flavor. And that's what really made it connect. And uh, getting to do it that way was just fantastic. I and mean, Clay Cadis is the director. Peter Billingsley not only stars in it, but also produced it and does a bang-up job. And I'm really glad you haven't seen it yet because you would have been able to ask me, you know, intelligent, in-depth conversational questions. That's exactly but, right. But never mind that. Never mind that. It's about your Christmas. That's fine. That's it. So, this but, is um, about my Christmas. Yes. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like you but just I kicked me. You're really bullying me. He's it. bullying me again. Scott Farkas, Scott Farkas think, is still a bully. Look, I think I'm giving guidance, maybe a little corrective criticism. I was saving it. I was saving it. I have heard that your character has grown a little bit over the, the intervening years, though. Boy, somebody that, gets Triggered oh, I do. What I'm very. Hell, I'm, man. Well, I'm drunk. Too, oh, I have so. to work with him. Don't forget <laughs> anything you say. Scott, Scott Farkas, he's a cop in the new one. I hey, hey shut up. Oh, <laughs> that's in the trailer. Don't spoil it. I this saw, is why I didn't I watch. saw it in a promo photo. He's been. Oh, yeah, he was I dead from the very beginning of a Christmas story. Father, he's I feel like that. <laughs> he was always dead. He, he was always jerk. dead. The whole movie. You just ruined it, Paul. This is our, my favorite interview of all. We played an uncomfortable <laughs> interview yesterday. Uh, Zach, we go. We're sure glad this never happens to us. Yeah, Twenty four hours later. <laughs> So Zach Ward, oh, actors with us, I he played that. Scott Farkas on A Christmas Story. And I, I have to say, I think like a lot of kids, when I was a kid, I thought, oh, my God, it would be so cool to be a child actor. I bet Gary Coleman has the coolest <laughs> life. Now, as an adult, I look back and go, that must have that probably was really kind of hard and probably a lot, a lot of boring ah. moments. And what 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 that was, was that actually like? boring. Uh, so the cool thing is I got to, I was in uh, eighth grade. Uh, eighth, I was about eighth or ninth, yeah, eighth grade when I did the movie, 
And so I got to leave and, and you get a teacher on set and I shot the movie for like five weeks over, uh, I think the November, January-ish. And um, I loved it. I had a great time. It was awesome. I got back to school. Nobody cared. I was ahead of my math class, really? which was awesome. Yeah, nobody cared. Actually, true story, because I grew up in Toronto, Canada. And when the movie came out, I wasn't invited to the premiere. I was in Toronto. Nobody told me. I heard about the film coming out in the newspaper. I took a girl on a date to go see the film. And I had a mad crush on this girl. Oh, my God. She was so cute. Her name was Mimi Fotley. Like that right there, a French-Canadian girl yeah, with the French-Canadian accent. Hello, hello. Yeah. So I go to see the movie with her. I'm like 13, 14 years old. I got no game. I'm goofy looking. Braces. You saw what I look like. It's a nightmare. So I'm there. I'm trying to put my arm around her or hold her hand or, you know, flirty boy stuff. Doesn't play. We finish the movie. We walk outside and I'm all shy. I'm like, hey, so what, what did you, uh, so Mimi, what did you uh, think about the movie? And she turns and looks at me and goes, no, I don't like this so much. Okay, bye-bye. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> Walks, gets on the subway and leaves, and I'm standing there. Like, she didn't even wait for a response. No, no, I don't like this so much. No, okay. And leaves. None for and me. I, thank I, you. Yeah, not for me. Not, not for, for me. me. That's good. But in a way, it was perfect because I, you know, you hear the nightmares of people who were young children and had smoke blown up their, their keister yeah. and then just turned into human nightmares. And I never had that. So. Literally, it's, from it's, the it's, first it's, time someone saw the movie with you, you never. <laughs> I, I heard the same thing happen to Tom Cruise when he took a date to see Risky Business. Right? Too. Yeah, Don't exactly. Worry. No, oh no, never, never. <laughs> what a great story that is. I mean, not for you, for our audience, and oh, for no, the rest actually, of us. I look at him like it's perfect for my life. Okay, it's it's I, it's perfect. Because you got to think, if you take a girl to see you in a feature film, you're at right? least you're at least getting French kissed. At, le- at the very <laughs> minimum, it's a French kiss. You're at least getting a smile and a wink. Like come <laughs> a on. high five would have been better. Is a French Canadian kiss different than a French kiss? I think it's more Jesus bitter God. and passive aggressive. Uh, <laughs> more bitter and passive aggressive. <laughs> oh, he's killing me. He's killing me, man. That is that is such good stuff. Well, I will believe you, me, man. Me and the the my little son are going to watch. Uh, we watched the first one. He's five, almost five. He loved it. And it, it's, t- I mean, it's a movie from 1983 that takes place in the 40s, 50s. And uh, here we 1943, are. 1943. 1943. Yeah. And here we are in, in 2022, uh, 2023 almost, talking about it again. And, and now there's a sequel that yeah. uh, I'm sure he's going to love, too. That's pretty cool. I mean, man. it's still, like, I know people with the 24-hour marathon, maybe you get a little tired of it. At times, but I watched it last night. But on TV, it still holds up. When you it see it, it's a stop down. Up, it's a stop down. You're 100%. like, oh, what part is this? Oh, I love this part. Because you yeah. you've seen it a million times. You just flip it on. It doesn't matter what point in the movie. And yep. You're like, you're entertained. You're and all, it's you're still all holds up, up, dude. I think it, it's like Die Hard or it's like Shawshank Redemption yeah. or it's like the first Star Wars, uh, A New Hope. You, you can talk about it, but then you see it. And it'll, like you said, it'll stop you. It'll be like, stop ooh, down. it's that moment. And, and it just, it's Gene Shepard and Bob Clark made a beautiful, beautiful movie. They should get all the credit. And it, it, like that doesn't happen every day. If you look at my IMDb, I've done 120 movies since. I've had four or five TV series. You know, I was in Transformers. It's a great movie, the first one. Sure. Uh, it did over a billion dollars worth of sales. You know what? Nobody watches it every year. 
with their entire family yeah. because it's become a tradition that connects with them uh, in their hearts with their grandparents and with their kids. It doesn't happen. They don't do that. They do that with a little movie from 1983. That's magic, bro. That's magic. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Zach, uh, so appreciate this. That this was, was so this much fun, exceeded man. exceeded all expectations. What a fun conversation. And thank you for being so uh, open and sharing with our audience uh, your experiences oh, pleasure, and your memories. Guys. This was awesome. And, again, uh, it's a Christmas story. Christmas. What's, what's, what's the exact title? It's not a Christmas it's story, called, too. It's called a Christmas. No, no, it's not a Christmas story, too. That was uh, that was the bastard child of <laughs> Warner Brothers that came out in 2012. Uh, it basically is a Voldemort of Christmas story. He who shall not be named. Um, so, <laughs> a Christmas story Christmas is canonical. It is part of the legend. It is a beautiful film. It's it's funny. It's sweet. It's good for the family. But there is a layer in there, boy, that as a man, as a grown up, you're going to look at. It, it's going to grab you by the chest, especially since you got a kid. Yeah. And I hope I hope you reach out and hit me up after you watch Dude, it. Dude, I will because. You should, because there's something in there that if you're old enough to understand it, you'll be like, oh, damn. You're on Twitter, aren't you? Oh, yes, sir. Total Zach Ward, T-O-T-A-L-Z-A-C-K-W-A-R-D. Same name on Instagram as well. All right, I'm going to follow you right now. And, uh, yeah, follow me back, and I'll shoot you a DM, because we're going to watch it this week. Perfect. All right, buddy. That was awesome, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. You have a Merry Christmas, and enjoy. You too. too. Zach Ward with us on our premiere Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. That was so fun. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.